Thank you for tuning into the Model Connection Podcast. I am your host, Eric Errol. Please like, follow, and subscribe on social media and everywhere you get your podcast. Links are in the description. With us today is a very special guest. Everybody, thank you for tuning in to the Model Connection. My name is Tim, sitting in for Eric, and we've got a great show lined up for you guys. So you picked a great time to be here. Uh, very quickly, for you newbies, what is Model Connection? Well, we are based out of Nashville, Tennessee, though obviously we broadcast to the world. And what we do is we like to interview models. We like to interview shooters. So I would invite all of you guys, if you are involved in the model slash photography network, the biz, whatever you want to call it, and you'd like to be a guest, just reach out via Facebook, hit us up, Model Connection, and we'd love to have you be a part of the program. And part of what I think is so great about it is that it's not uniquely about models or about shooters. It's about the industry. And I have done these as a guest in the past, and they've always been fun. And we've had models and photographers on the same show to share opposing, not necessarily like adversarial viewpoints, but the different aspects of what it takes to make a great shoot. And I'll use that as a segue to get Megan on the show. And uh, she is absolutely adorable. And right over here, Megan, thank you for doing this. We appreciate that. Yeah, thank you for having me. Of course. Now, let me start by, could you tell us the name you actually modeled by so people know how to reference you. Sure, yes, it's uh, Megan Leanne Miller, and I've been modeling for a couple years now. Um, I learned about modeling. I actually tried in Nashville through my friend uh, Lily Hendrickson, tall, blonde, six mm-hmm. foot, blue eyes, like the model yeah, runway. Of course, figure. yeah. But uh, she introduced me to Tribe, which is a very diverse uh, model agency in Nashville, and I got on with them, and they took me immediately, and I've been working with them for the last couple of years. That's my mother modeling agency. Okay, so that's a lot to un- un- unpack, so I'm going to kind of bounce back. Let- let's start. Uh, when you mentioned you, you're a, uh, was it Lily? Yes, okay. Lily Hendrickson. Okay, so li- how did you two meet? How'd that happen? So I went to MTSU for my bachelor's in criminal justice, and I started um, going through ROTC, which is a reserve candidate uh, cadet program that Uh, The college offers uh, to transition officers into uh, commission officers in the military. Uh, She's currently in the Guard. I'm active duty. Uh, But we met through college. So how long did it take before modeling came up? How does that happen? Uh, I think we we talked about it on and off for about a year. And So had you modeled at that time or no? No, I was in a few pageants. Um, I did pageants to try to pay for college. Mm -hmm. Um, What if... uh, if you don't mind my asking, what kind of pageant are we we talking here? The state fair or the just the fair, mm-hmm. Warren County Fair. I'm from Warren County, so I would I would do some pageants there or uh, some in White County where I met my husband. Um, I went to school there for a little bit and I did a pageant there as well. And um, didn't ever really place until I moved back to Warren County and I, I won junior class beauty and I got a scholarship and. Nice. And it helped me get my associates. I started at Motlow and then eventually got a scholarship to go to MTSU on a army budget. <laughs> so when you, when you were, or first of all, how many years roughly were you doing pageants? Um, about two, two years. So you had a, had a couple of years yeah, in and I, and I asked cause I, I've worked with some pageant contestants yeah. uh, myself being I'm a, definitely a shooter. not like pageant driven, like, Hard that's a lifestyle, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's that's not me. <laughs> yeah, you really have to. At least the, the ones that I've known, um, actually, one now is a, is a really good friend of mine, and that's she's 
more or less in the industry and in, in the business okay. of doing, doing pageants. And it's, it, as far as I, I'm able to observe, it's, it's a lifestyle. Yes. So it doesn't sound like that was really what you wanted to do. No. Um, my heart was into the military. I wanted to, I wanted to enlist and I took the test a few times and the recruiters would be like, Hey, you should try to take on the college. And at the time, Tennessee promise was a big thing. So I, I signed up for Tennessee promise, signed up for financial aid and I did college instead. So uh, I got my associates, Motley State Community College, McMinnville. Yes. So how, because that, that is so against type. Um, and so I have to ask this is how did you, um, how did you develop your, your, your love or desire for the military? Because I, I don't see that too often with models. So um, in kindergarten, I seen 9-11 happen. Mm-hmm. I remember sitting in front of the box TV rolled up on the little cart. And oh, we you were, were in class for I was that. in class, and uh, they pulled us out, and my, my dad came home from work, and I knew something was wrong because dad was home from work, and that's, that's not normal. And I'm sitting in the floor, and watching it, and just everything happening, and my dad said, you know, maybe one day, because you know, I said, I want to do something to stop this. He's like, maybe one day you can join the military. Weird time to say that, but it stuck with me as I grew up, and uh, as time went on, people in Iraq would come on the news, and there was a girl with her head shaved, and I, uh, she was talking about coming out of basic and going straight into Iraq and fighting. And it really inspired me to go. And um, now I'm military police in Fort Campbell. So your parents, it sounds like, would have been uh, supportive they, for that? They were, they didn't want me to go away. Mm-hmm. Um, I left for Missouri a couple years ago for my training. My mom was devastated, and dad was kind of mixed feelings. Um, and I've got a little brother as well. He's 14 and he didn't know how to take it either. As, as I've been gone, he's grown his hair out and dyed it black and he plays drums and things now. Um, and I've got a little sister and she's gotten a lot bigger since I've left, but I'm, I'm in Fort Campbell so I can come back and forth uh, and see family. They're, they're about three hours away. I can do things like this on my off time. So so let's let's fast forward from that. And so you meet Lily, and you mentioned that that who who brought up modeling was that Lily? You? <laughs> Lily did. So she's yeah. I guess you guys are doing whatever, and she goes, "You should try this." Yeah, she would always tell me how beautiful my brown eyes were, and my hair is so long. She's like, "You're just you're just not applying yourself. You should try. You're, it doesn't matter that you're short. You don't have to run away, and maybe one day you can do runway." Because I always thought, "Oh, well, models runway. Everybody has to do runway." That's very stereotypical. It's not mm-hmm. the case. No, it's not. There's plus size. There's big, small. There's people in wheelchairs. There's everything. You can do. Anybody can do it. And so I took it on. And at the time, I didn't really think that it would go anywhere. I did my interview, and I did a little skit. And I think I was talking about, like, Lucky Charms on a cereal box or some kind of Weight Watchers bar. And uh, they called me back and said, we want you. You really have something. And you know, So who is they? A tribe. Tribe Talent tribe. Management. Mm-hmm. So tell us a bit about, about Tribe, because I've never knowingly shot any of their models. Maybe I have. Um, but how did you and, and Tribe kind of hook up? How did that come about? So um, I sent an email to them on their uh, scouting day. It was like a Thursday night. Um, and I said, hey, I know I'm missing this one tonight. I'm, I'm in training because we were getting ready to go to FTX. It was a field training exercise for ROTC. And... I said, can I, can I sign up to come do your next call? And um, Sherry, she's the main uh, lady over the tribe talent management. She's the founder. And she said, of course, like, come by Thursday night, you know, 5 o'clock, and we'll get you in. 
we were on the list and so I showed up four o'clock early early I think I left class early just to go to this thing and um I sat out in the parking lot and went up there and she said your hair is so long why is your hair so long I'm like I don't know I just always had long hair like she's like it's beautiful and she kept staring at me as, as the casting had went on and it was in Nashville um I'm trying to remember the name of the street but it was a beautiful little house they have set up and everything's very um like they have a little runway you can walk down they watch how you walk and she called me back and she said you're gonna come with us and I'm gonna be your mother agency from here on they gave me a few classes and taught me like how to speak in front of camera and just a lot of basic things um how to apply uh, makeup for like something like this or mm-hmm. maybe just a bare um shot for commercial and they've taught me a little a little bit of the basics along the way but from there on, my main time, I've been freelancing on the outside because I've been traveling so much and I can't meet what they have scheduled for me. I'm, I'm like, I can't do that one, can't do that one. Army, sorry. So all my stuff's been freelance for the last couple of years. Yeah, I think it's John Lennon that once said, uh, life is what happens when uh, you've, you've made other plans. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that's certainly proven to be true. It sounds like, uh, I know I can speak for it, it sounds like you, you can as well. So you uh, you um, are accepted into the tribe, I guess is the way it, it should be described. So what? Tell us about your first shoot. How how did that come about? The very first time you worked as a model. Okay, uh, so my first shoot was actually with Tribe. I had a few uh, photographers and a few locations they had me to drive out to. So they told me, you know, being a Tribe model, you're going about learning the basics of going out to these places. We're gonna have a, a makeup artist here. She's gonna teach you how to put it on a little thick and then bring it heavier as the night goes on. So I think I came down at about five o'clock in the afternoon and they put on a, a light, light shade of makeup on me. And I went to my first photo shoot downstairs uh, near some trees and stuff and did some still shots like standing and a couple of kneeling and then headshots. And it was very fun. I, you know, I really enjoyed it. It was a sunny day. I was kind of hoping that it would be raining because mm-hmm. I, I always wanted to do a rain shot. I still have not done that. But um, rain was, shots are great. Yeah, I, I like I like doing those. I've got a, a lot of fun ones that I've done as time has went on in the water, but not rain. But um, we did one by a bridge, and it was like a formal shoot. Um, and I actually put some of those on a business card. I'm gonna bring them up to you before we we part. Oh, good. It. Yeah, yeah. But, networking is is yeah. important, which is another reason, by the way, that I so recommend. Uh, the, the, this program, Model Connection, because it isn't unique to shooters. It's not unique to models, and it's not unique to hair and makeup and, and all of the, the cogs in this wheel that, that come together to create, you know, the world of, of model photography. It, it, is, it is all of that and, and more, which is why Model Connection, in my view, is such an important cog when it comes to the networking. Yes. You know, I've met some great shooters because of the show. I've met some great models because of the show. You and I met because of the show. And networking, in fact, let me get your opinion on that because I've been very vocal about mine. Do you like networking or not like networking? What's your, your take on that? I love genuine connections or networking. I love meeting someone in passing and not really knowing, like, what they actually do. And just maybe they say, what do you do? And I'll say, well, I, I do freelance modeling on the side. I'm, I'm I represent a tribe. And. Like, oh, wow, you actually model? You're so short, you know, and it co- starts a conversation. How tall are you, by the way? 4'11". Okay, so you're considered unusually yeah. short in the world of models. Yep. 
But you started to get into this earlier, and I, I, I made a mental note to come back to it. Um, when you talk about the stereotypical, like every model has to runway, um, that is incredibly not true, nope. by, by the way. And I can appreciate where growing up you would uh, assume that because I can I can see where a lot of, if you look at, the I guess, the stereotypes, you'd like a, a, a Vogue or a Cosmo or any number of mags that, that feature the glamorous yeah. kind of girls. And so many of them are either shot in a runway pose or runway setting, or they, in their, you know, in their biography, they talk about runway that I, I could see growing up where you would do that. But in fact, that is not um, one of my personal favorite quotes. And she just did this really off the cuff, uh, an amazing model in the Minneapolis market named uh, Tanya. Tanya, hi, if you're in the uh, audience, by the way, she's just an incredible model talent. And uh, she wasn't 5'10 either. Uh, she wasn't 4'11, but uh, not not 5'10, but she's native Russian. And she's got this great Russian accent that I can't really do. And she called me. And she is the the blue eyes and the blonde and, and can just rock um, any if you want that that formal or that glam. It's just incredible. Mm -hmm. So she calls me up one day. She had this idea for a shoot. And she said, I want to do uh, London punk. And we got together at this location which happened to be on this really industrial bridge and she had over-the-top crazy makeup with black that was running and really messed up hair and razor slash uh, jeans and the shirt and everything else and i rem this is why i remember the quote because she um i said well that's a different look for you because by this we'd shot like three four times and and she gave me this great quote she goes Anyone can do pretty. I want to do something else. Yes. <laughs> and she just did that off the cuff. But I've always thought that is that's a really a lot of wisdom in that. Because for those of you that that if you're looking to, and I want to absolutely in, involve you with, with this too, because we're going to talk about, you know, uh, I guess we could say guys too, but in this case, girls that are looking to become a model. Um, what, what she was referring to is that, as you said, is that there's so many different types of models. There's, there's very thin, there's larger, there's taller, there's shorter, there's ones with really wild hair and colored hair and no hair. And in your case, the really long hair. And, and there are so many, even now it's become, um, at least in the last few years, they become what known as a alternative modeling. Mm -hmm. And they may have a different term for it now, but I've always liked that one. Um, one thing that I wanted to, to bring you in on, since you are 4'11", uh, you don't fit the, the runway stereotype, but it sounds like you seem to work quite a bit mm -hmm. as, as a model, which is obviously great. What's your advice to, um, let's just take a, a girl, that she's been told she's pretty or she's been told she's different, which by the way, I think it's fantastic for a model to be different. Uh, what what's your advice to someone that's thinking, you know, should I take the leap? Should I try this? Yes, I, I think that anything is possible. I think that the insecurity, if there if that is there for them, not mm -hmm. to be, um, not to let it take them away from something different like modeling or trying to do runway. Because I know that in some places they are starting to open up shorter models for runway purposes. So it's not completely gone. I've took time to invest uh, fine research in um, different agencies who might want to promote people to do uh, short runway modeling. I've had a hard time finding it, but it is starting to come. It's not obsolete anymore. It's it's becoming more of a thing. So I would tell them that don't give up. Just keep trying and get your feet wet. Like do some, do some trade for time photography, do some freelancing, do some 
do some stuff with like your own phone or something. Like don't don't feel like you can't do it just because you're small. There's a lot of commercialing and stuff too, and acting that you can do. Uh, in the meantime, if you feel like you're not getting enough of the photography experience, is that something that you grew into as well as doing more of the the uh, the live the theatrical? A bit. I did do theater in high school and middle school and things. And as I've grown older, I, I did theater at uh, MTSU as well. And I loved it. I want to get back into it. Uh, since I've been in service, it's just not been as much time sure. for it. But I do want to. I would like to try to get my face out there on some commercials and promote some good brands or something. Whatever is available, I would love to do do something like that. Do you do you find that your uh, the, the experience you've had with, with – uh, I guess we could call it drama or stage. Has that translated to modeling, or do you consider that two different worlds? I feel like it translates to modeling. Um, and as we get to the photos later, John Carter actually brought that out in me a lot because I've done some photos with him, and he's like, give me drama. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I got you. I got I got you drama. And so I'm flipping my hair, and I'm, I'm looking sad, and I, like, cry, or I'll – just get angry, and it, it comes out in the pictures as well. It's needed. You need to have some kind of theatrical yeah. behind your photography. Can you cry on cue? I try. I could try. I mean. I'm not. Well, maybe I should <laughs> ask you to see if you could do it right now. Can you? Oh. <laughs> it's. No, I can't. No, not, a, not <laughs> at the moment. I'm okay. not a crier, so it's it's kind of difficult. <laughs> But it, it actually, I, I one of the reasons I asked you that is I think that that having a, a dramatic background like that can absolutely dovetail, yeah, uh, beautifully uh, into modeling. Um, some of the best models that, that I've worked with, I'm not. I mean, are you technically photographing them? Yes, but they're they're in a role, and I think that role is defined by the costume and the shoot and the attitude and yeah. and so on and so forth. You've mentioned. Uh, uh, John, and I want to come back because I've never knowingly shot with him. How did you two uh, meet and how did uh, the relationship happen for you guys? So um, I'm a part of the group on Facebook, uh, Nashville Model Castings Network, Mm -hmm. and I would always see these dramatic photos, uh, super like black and white. The the lighting's really strong and sharp, and I would see uh, some of the gothic top stuff. and some of the grunge that he would do with some of the models. And I didn't realize this man lived five minutes from my mother. Oh, <laughs> so wow. I, I drive right by his house for years. And um, I finally reach out to him. And I'm like, hey, uh, would you like to get together and do a photo shoot or something? I really like what you do. And uh, he's like, yeah, I actually, um, I think I contacted you in the past. But he actually contacted my mom because we look so similar. <laughs> and she didn't model at the time. She does now. Um, and we finally got together and shot um, one of the pictures that's on here um, about a year ago, maybe two now, uh, during a family reunion. I took time off. I, I drove away. Um, everybody's in Van Buren. He's in Van Buren. And um, I went to his house for a couple hours and did some photos. Me and my husband stayed with him for, for a little bit and uh, got to know each other. And I really, I really appreciate him. He's so respectful and he, he he knows how to like pose people and stuff, and we just really hit it off. And I really like to work with him. He's a great person, very very respectful. So, what kind of shoot did you guys do? A basic casual, and then a little bit of a biker photo shoot. Mm-hmm. And then while we were shooting, we were actually planning for the next one. So, and and that's the first photo that I have. 
uh, with us here today too. Um, and then uh, the couple of photo shoots later, um, we shot the the mermaid, and that's in there as well. But we we'd plan we usually plan on uh, the days that we're actually shooting mm-hmm. uh, for the next one. So we have so much planned together to shoot in the future. So so it sounds like you two have kind of become a a, a team, mm-hmm. I guess, for lack of a, yeah. He's but... got a lot of other females too that he works with. Um, a lot of ages, a lot of ethnicity, um, race, size. Um, he's got some males that he works with as well. He's also shot my husband and I on Valentine's Day. It's really fun with a cigar, very uh, casino esque. <laughs> now, when you say you were, you were shooting, um, because this is a, a topic that uh, I guess I'm guest hosting, and I can directly bring it to the show. Is um, shooting was that at a studio the first one? It was in his house uh, studio. Okay, so, so it but area. was an actual studio. Yeah, mm-hmm. set up because um, I'm a natural light shooter, so yeah. everything I do it can be in a house, but it's not the you know the big paper infinity wall and the strobes. That's not something that I I aspire to. Um, but I, I much like uh, models where you you have different. Uh, obviously, you know, heights and looks and things. I, I view photography and, and the shooters very much the same way. I don't think that any two shooters are going to have exactly the same thing. Right. Um, they have different attitudes, not to mention different lenses, different gear, and they have a different approach uh, because I view shooting models as an art form. And I think that the great models that I've worked with have viewed it from the the opposite uh, the polar opposite, where they, they view the, the the pose and the and to deliver the performance uh, as as an art form, and I think that's that's where it clicked. Now, you speaking of click, you you mentioned that you you and John hit it off, so you're going to be moving forward. Yes. Do you find it's important to quote unquote hit it off with a photographer? Does there have to be chemistry, or you, do you find it can just be a a gig? I found. Um... My first photo shoot, I didn't really make a connection with those people. I, I did friend them, and I've kept them, and I, I use them as reference when I show those pictures. Mm-hmm. But we didn't really hit it off, I guess, per se. It was a different approach um, just to get fresh face out there for that for that purpose. Um, but like I said, I always run into someone, and I'll, I'll usually have, like, a genuine conversation. Uh, for John, it was, it was all through the group. That was how I met him. So, but... I find um, if if there's not nothing like you got to have some type of chemistry there to be able to work together. Like he likes EDM music. I enjoy EDM. My husband likes EDM. Like, and he's usually coming with me too to to kind of observe and make sure things are respectful and there's boundaries there. Sure. And things, and um, and that's very well appreciated too. I've been to a couple of shoots by myself, and there's been a time where I'm like, I don't think I'll come back. I don't think I'll come back to this person because it makes me feel uncomfortable. Okay, so no no names. That's not where I'm going. Is But can you tell us, because I think sometimes a, a, a negative experience can be spun into a positive for, for others. Can you yes. tell us a bit about that situation, what made it bad for you, that sort of thing? Well, um, it's not good to keep strokes on someone, but it shouldn't take three times to say no. Mm-hmm. So, um, for example, if you're wearing something... It has buttons or you got something that hangs off the shoulder and they ask, oh, well, you pull it farther down, farther down, farther down. And you say, no, 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 that's enough. 
that's enough. For yeah, me, I'm in the school so. of no means. Yeah. No, I, I just uh, first of all ethically, yeah. but also I think from a um, just a, a personal aspect, I, just, yeah. I, I find that rather distasteful. And I love me. I love some photos. Like if that's what that's about, if it's a boudoir or if mm-hmm. it's a art form, uh, I love a lot of those photogra- photos that the photographers make. But for my purposes, that's not what I signed up for, you know, and I make that blatantly clear. Well, let's talk a bit about yeah. that because I think boundaries are, are, are crucial, in my opinion, um, on a shoot every time. And when you are now – you, now, you mentioned – so you – one of the things you don't do is boudoir. Is that what you're Correct. saying? Okay, so that's just something you do not do. Correct. But at the same time, you've mentioned you appreciate the art of it. So you obviously look at others' work and go, "That's a you know a beautiful girl," or "That's the lighting's really cool," or mm-hmm. or, or whatever. Uh, what is so obviously that was a, a bad experience, but it sounds like you got out of it yes. unscathed. Clearly, you don't desire to repeat it. Correct. So, is that something that when you are working now? I assume it is with the photographers that you discuss what is the shoot going to be, what's it about, yes. and prior. Yes, and most of the time, it's about a 50-50. Uh, now that I've been working more with John, we usually already have a vision in mind, and there's, mm-hmm. there's schedules and, like, different dates and things, and uh, I almost said uniforms, uh, clothing that we have picked out. Um, so it's already established what it is, and he knows what to expect from me because he knows me. Uh, for other photographers, if I'm approaching them with a new – they're approaching me with a new idea or something, mm-hmm. I've had a few – you know, say, hey, we're going to do a topless with jeans in the woods. And I'm like, um, topless? No, I, I, I don't do that. I'm sorry. I don't even say I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. That's not what I want to do. No, you shouldn't so. be sorry. Because so. that's okay. There are things. See, I learned that as, as a shooter uh, as well. There are certain shoots I do not do. Mm-hmm. And I... Because I've I've done this for a while. When I was first got into it, I I was of the mindset to like, no matter what they ask, yeah, I do that, and no matter what, but I a, don't. Yeah. Like I'll tell you, you know, one of the the big ones I I don't do, and I still get asked um, weddings. I it's just not for me, oh, wow. and I I say that knowing full well, yes, that's where the money is, and all of that, and maybe I'll change at some point and go. You know what? I guess for money, I could do it. But it I don't find that very artful, really. Um, I tend to go for more of the the artistic. What? What? Speaking of which, what's your what's your favorite? What do, what do you What do you like to do? I love to do Halloween, and I don't even want to call it just Halloween. I love to do the dark, and I don't have a lot of those for myself. But I have done a few that hasn't got posted or shown or shared with anybody. Oh, Halloween shoots are, are yes. great. I love to do them. Yeah, I've done a, done a few here in the Nashville market. It's, it's hard just... to find people that want to do that. And and John does, he does want to do that, but it, we just haven't got around the time to do it yet because all sure. the greenery, we want to take advantage of the nature and stuff. So, but yes, I love the dark. I love the grunge. I love, I love the, the London-esque, the dark. But yet that's them. something you haven't done in the shoot yet. Or I've done some. Some. Some, it's, um, I actually went to an abandoned gas station and did a seance. <laughs> so, uh, and it was, uh, with like a candle and some skulls and stuff. And I had a dress and a circle formation of candles around me. So was that a multiple model shooter? It was just, it was me. just you. Mm-hmm. It was it. me. Um, and then this, uh, photographer in Missouri and he goes by the name of, uh, Numad and his wife, his wife is also 
uh, comes with him and she helps like lay out the the materials or sets the lights out or like whatever she needs to do to make the shoot come together. So did you bring that idea to them or did they came to, to you with it? Uh, they came to me um, and asked if I wanted to do any kind of um, artsy Halloween darkish type stuff. I said, yeah, I've actually wanted to for a long time, but I can't find anybody that wants to do it. So, but yeah, they came to me about it. I had shot with them doing a summer shoot uh, for a little bit and a few other things. And then um, October started crawling around and that's what we did. Yeah, I, like I said earlier, I've done a couple of fact. Uh, Tierra uh, Hernandez is a local model that does fantastic dark, and I've, I've shot with her a couple beautiful. of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's terrific. Yes. So Tierra, for any audience, you've uh, got a couple of fans here. Um, yeah, she's uh, one that um, I really loved. I probably with three or four shoots at least with her now, and uh, she knows exactly what the shoot is about, and she's you know she's one of those models where she's mm-hmm. just on it. Yes. the moment she's got the outfit in fact every time i've shot with her it's been absolutely her idea i want to do x and then i go that sounds great Let, let's do it and then she'll have it figured out from the, the you know the the hair and the makeup everything and then it if there easy. needs to be more than one model and, yeah. it, it, and again coming back to networking guys by the way um networking i i cannot stress this highly enough and i speak as an introvert um get out there as much as you can and network uh, it will pay dividends because you're going to meet people that know people that know people. And it's also, in my experience, it's been a great way to uh, kind of, I, I guess, for lack of a better word, narrow the field yeah. because you can narrow down, like, I want to do this this kind of a shoot. Who do you know that does X? Yes. And I think not as much, to some extent, actually, yes, for photographers, but definitely for models and especially for uh, female models is – uh, networking to find out who you love to work with and why, and also who you did not love to work with right. and why. Because I'm I'm someone I'll, I'll sit out here and talk about it. Um, and in my experience, a lot of people are just like, oh, don't don't talk it, just brush it under the rug. Look, there are people that get into this world in in various levels to, in my opinion, to be predators. And I don't appreciate that, not um, one little bit. I agree. And I, uh, I I stand vehemently uh, against it. I think um, there is no room for it. Another reason I love doing this platform, not that I can get out here and just talk about that, but um, is this is a place where you can meet people that are very serious, be they shooters or models in the business, and, and we know people that know people. Mm-hmm. And we can, if you want, and it's, it's all voluntary, you know, we can help guide. And it sounds like you've been able to do that. Yes. Uh, to some extent. Yes. That I, must be kind of gratifying, I would think. It is. I, I like to, so with my mom, I've um, I've actually got her on board with doing it now. And she's so close to John. She's been able to do a few photos with him. And Do you guys ever work together? No, we haven't yet. I want to. I would love to do some, some kind of grungy, dark something. Uh, my mom's got a lot of tattoos and stuff. So she likes that kind of thing. She plays guitar and I uh, would love to do some kind of like a mock maybe stage singing rocker thing. Mm-hmm. I've got so many ideas. She's always showing me ideas. I'm like, yes, mama, I know. I'll be down there soon. Just give me give me a little bit more time. So I'm so far away. But So what's the dream shoot for you? Time and money, no object. Could do anything you want. Oh, rain. <laughs> I want to do rain so bad. Out of everything, <laughs> anywhere in the world, it, it just rain. In a place? Which, oh, a specific place. No, it could be. Maybe that's the correct answer. Maybe it is just rain. I've been to a few places. 
I love London. It has a lot of that that generic like Vogue. Yeah, and rain. Yeah, and rain. Yeah, all the time. Um, yeah, I would I would love to do some rain and underwater. I, I love water. I've done a lot in the rain. Mm-hmm. I have not done the underwater thing yet. And fire. Have you done? Fire? I've done fire. Yes. <laughs> I did fire. I did my favorite fire shoot is I was in. Um, this is a photography thing. But I was in Antelope Canyon, uh, which I've had a very fortunate chance to shoot it a couple of times. And uh, a Native American was out there uh, about 10 o'clock, and, uh, as in p.m., and they did a fire dance, and I got to photograph it. Yes. And here's a tip for photographers. If you're ever in Antelope Canyon and Native Americans will do a fire dance, you take that opportunity is what you do. Um, now, when you, fire for you is is that spinning fire, or is that being around fire, or designs on the floor? What What do you think? I'm open to both. I've never spun fire. I want to, so I would. Um, but I, I've I've done uh, I've stood by a fire during daytime. It wasn't mm-hmm. like dark and and creepy like what I'm picturing and envisioning. But you want on. dark and creepy. But I do, yeah. I would love to do some darker. I would love to do some in a group, not just solo. Um, I would love to do some solo too. Anything with the elements would be cool. So, what what attracts you to doing the rain shoot? Um, I feel like there's a lot of beauty with it. I feel like there's a lot of, that you could do with it, touching the rain and moving it, mm-hmm. and making an action shot or just standing, or um, doing a dramatic pose, uh, some kind of acrobat type thing. Um, I can do a little bit of that myself, so I would love to to do that in the middle of the rain. Um, I, I just really think of that. I have a happy place in my mind when I think about it. It just seems beautiful and very connected, and it. I don't know how how well it would be for the photographer. I feel like <laughs> I love shooting in the rain. It doesn't bother me at all. I mean, the, the way I I approach it, and uh, again, this is to be clear. This is. Case by case. But if, if I'm shooting the elements, which is great because I've also shot in snow, I've shot in below zero, I've shot in all the all these different things. First of all, from a shooter standpoint, you have to have the model who's willing to do it. And in your case, I think that's brilliant that that's already taken care of because what I have hit, not all the time, certainly, but the, there is a segment, which again is fine, um, of models that they have to be pretty all the time. And I can tell you right now, if you get in the rain, that ain't going to happen. No. It, 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 the whole point to me of being in the rain is it's messy. Yeah. And I think that's a really interesting look. And some just aren't that's willing the to. And that's way fine. To describe. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to get messy. Yeah. Um, but the, one of the ways I, I describe it to model thinking about it is way after you dried off, you're going to get some amazing shots that are going to last that you can be really proud of. Yes. Um, that's assuming that you work with a photographer that. You know, you gel with and, and can deliver. And there is an art to shooting um, in in the rain. Um, but to your thing, how, do, how does it with a photographer? Okay. I am not concerned about my comfort. And in all candor, I'm not concerned about your comfort. But the camera is everything. Mm-hmm. That thing is covered. It is pampered. And I shoot with, you know, well, in my case, it's Nikon gear. But it's actually designed to withstand elements. That's not to say that it still can't get damaged. But that's... I view it as that that's the, the focal point because without that, we cannot capture what we are collectively trying to create. So do do I get wet? Probably. I don't care. Uh, you certainly would. 
and uh, I think those shoots are, are brilliant. Do you think it's going to be color or uh, grayscale or both? Both. Both. I'd love to do both. Uh, um, I always envision um, maybe like transforming some of the droplets into a rainbow or maybe doing just all black and white or a pop of color of somewhere, maybe my shoes or something. Or so what kind of outfit do you do you picture? Um, Again, you can have anything in this scenario. I'd probably have a few. Like what? It would be great to <laughs> try to change in that. Um, maybe like a short white dress, um, and taking off running and trying to do like like through puddles or yeah, yeah, splashing in the puddle. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe do like some some um, playing in the water or something, um, and then maybe put some black on, like black jeans with with a bralette or something, and do a handstand, and um, maybe lay lay on the ground in the grass with a puddle nearby and just kind of like touching it. Uh, that that's kind of what so I. You've really about. thought this out. Mm-hmm. So you or a car with some mm-hmm. cars and stuff laying on the top. Have you done car shoots? I haven't, not from not for uh, not for photography like purposes for modeling. My husband used to have a Firebird. He took a picture of me sitting on the hood of it for a dance one night. But no, nothing professional. So is that something you would aspire to do? Is the mechanical? Like cars or bikes or something, or is that? Are oh, you would, more of the? I would love to. I I plan on getting a crotch rocket. <laughs> oh wow! So I, I would hope that a photographer would would want to shoot me with my crotch rocket someday. Oh, I'd love to do that. Yeah, I, I like the juxtaposition. If you've got the 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 pretty girl on top of machinery, there's something about the uh, the the stark contrast. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. An army tank. I had one. <laughs> that I've done. You have. Yeah, and that's a that's a, a great deal of fun, and that yeah. was. Am I going to, I'll put it this way. I would do it again in a second, Mm -hmm. but I don't know that, uh, you know, it's not like I have access, free access to a tank. I should ask you that. You're in the military. You're the one with a tank Marketplace, Facebook, near Fort Campbell. Yeah, (laughs) there you go. people selling stuff all the time. Yep. So um, let's, let's do this. You brought some, some pictures for us. So let's take a look. And uh, I would like to turn this over to you and just kind of walk us through it and uh, let's just take a look at the uh, the first one here obviously uh, uh black outfit i'm guessing this is indoors yes is this, this is, with john or no this is with john this is with john okay. um all these are with john this one is in his studio his um he's got a red light flashing from the back i actually think this one is pink and this is a gray background uh, and it's flashing up against it and i was kind of going for like a grunge a last minute grunge kind of look but it's not dark with the makeup like i would envision, but um, it was very last minute because I was doing jewels on my face and things, and you'll see that soon. Uh, and he was like, "Hey, uh, grab grab this leather jacket and like like do some do some poses with it." So um, I just flipped my hair over my shoulder, and he snapped it real quick. This was a motion shot, actually. Really? <laughs> yeah. Was this the first shoot, or this a little while in? It was uh it was a little while in after I'd done a couple other things. Um, I believe I'd already pulled all the jewels off my face and I started to do this one. So, um, yeah, I just flipped my hair around and he started snapping. And he's like, oh, that one's actually really good. And I believe this was some of the first couple frames that he'd started. Yep, sometimes the first one's the magic. <laughs> That's Go what he figure. always says. <laughs> no, but not always. Not always. Sometimes I, Absolutely. I throw away the first 20. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, it's case by case. Okay, um, I'm assuming the jewels were your idea here or no? Uh, it was kind of mutual um i actually came with a face decal which is what's on my forehead that's a whole like just big sticker on my forehead 
Um, but he had had a few things that he grabbed from like Dollar General or ordered off Amazon. And uh, he thought I was going to use all that. And I had came with all this extra stuff on my cheek and my eyebrows. And um, this one was actually published in a magazine. And if I can nice. remember the name of it, I can't remember the name of the magazine, but he did get me published in an underground magazine. Was that your first publication? That was one of my first publications. And was that a landmark for you? I know some models just seem to live for that. It was. It was. He actually has had me publish three times, and I think he's working on the fourth one now. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very, very big, big difference in what I, when I started, and it was kind of slow and trying to get mm-hmm. kicked off, and like was doing some uh, like stand-ins. So it's like, stuff. is it like a domino thing where like? If you are published, I mean that's like the 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 first hurdle is the is the most difficult, and then once you're published, then it's easier to get to the second and the third. Or I think it's his connection. Like I know he's um, he's a publisher, or he's a, a specific photographer for these magazines. So then he's he picks out of all the models that he's modeled, and he'll he'll contact us and be like, "Hey, do you want to be do you want to be in this? Is it okay? Like pick a photo that you like, and then we'll talk it out, and then we'll add it to it." Um, but it it seems like if you don't have somebody out there that can put it in, I, like, I never knew. I never knew that I could be published with by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know that that was a thing, if it is a thing. Oh, it's a thing. Okay. <laughs> it, it's definitely a thing. I, uh, you know, my work's been, been published uh, over the years. I mean, one of the, one of my favorite things is, uh, I, I won't give the name of the publication, but it, it, um, go to a newsstand, and I was on the cover. Okay. Meaning, not me, the the work. Okay. And just to walk up to a random newsstand and go, I did that. Yeah, yeah that, that's kind of a, a cool feeling. So I, <laughs> yeah. I, to some extent, I can kind of uh, relate. Um, okay, mermaids. So now you guys are a few shoots in, mm-hmm. and his idea or your idea? This was actually for for the magazine. <laughs> the next one. So it was the magazine's up. idea. It was the magazine. So they come back, yeah. I guess, through John or through mm-hmm. you, and they say we're doing a mermaid. I think John had seen an ad through a, a third party, mm-hmm. and he said, "Hey, do you want to do this? Can you come up with something?" And I said, "Yes, I've been wanting a mermaid tail forever, and I wanted a, a silicone one, but they're so expensive. <laughs> so unless I'm sponsored or like uh, doing some kind of advertisement for it, I probably won't be buying one. But I found this one, and it it really turned out." Better than what we expected um, compared to some of the models that I've seen do these things. I really, I know I'm far-fetched, but Is I it, really am proud of this. Can story. I ask where you shot this? Uh, yes, Fall Creek Falls. Which is in, in Kentucky? Van, it's uh, close to Van Buren County. Van Buren County. Mm-hmm. So this is, I, I'm assuming you did many frames yes. mm-hmm. there but this uh, was this your favorite or one of them or how did this was one of my favorites um we had done a few i'd actually done a few of me standing too and doing kind of like a have you ever seen the uh movie what is it oh man the the guys play this little group soggy bottom boys and it's a movie and they got the girls walking in the river and uh they're like sirens is that the one with Clooney? yeah yeah, I know. Yeah. I know so what I did you're some, referring to. Some of that to the side with like a little basket, and I was actually singing. Okay, so that not in the mermaid outfit. No, because I was about to ask you. It seems see. like a standing mermaid would be counterintuitive. No, no. But okay, that didn't, no, we done that several didn't work frames out. of the the mermaid tail first, and then moved over to that later. 
So what is the uh, what do you find is the biggest challenge if you're asked to be a mermaid? Is it the just leg restriction or a uh, leg restriction? Um, my husband carried me to where I needed to go because I was not mobile at the time. Right. <laughs> I touched water and turned into a mermaid, so I had to sit on the rock so I could take my pictures. Um, but yeah, it was a little difficult. Uh, I would think if you know a model had a silicone tail, it'd be a little bit a little bit easier if she's like trying to get to a rock and swim over to it. That one was a little bit more difficult. Yeah, I would. Uh, in in your case, you know, you have the hubby can just carry you and put you yeah. where you where you need to be. I haven't done a mermaid shoot yet, but I I really want to. And uh, just looking at the work, one it seems to me that one of the most obvious uh, challenges to overcome is you, you see where the the girl needs to be in this environment, and then the question is how is she going to get out? Perhaps you know to to point X. Um, as a mermaid, you know, did you bring the tail out there and then just do the whole thing there? Did somebody carry you out there, which isn't how you just solved slide it? Slide it on. Just slide it on when it's time to go and uh, kind of be in a general area of where you're going to shoot. So you want to do it again or is that one and to. done? I would love to do it again. I would love to do any kind of fantasy. Uh, again, it's not like the priority on my list, but I love doing diversity shoots uh, with different types of things, genres like that. You mentioned earlier uh, dark. Uh, do you extend into cosplay, or do you just I more have. gothic? I do. I have done an elf shoot uh, with green hair, <laughs> and it's uh, floating in the universe somewhere. It'll eventually pop out on my Instagram. Um, but, yes, I, I have done a little bit of cosplay. Um, I plan on doing uh, some cartoon shoots here soon. Uh, uh, what? I'm, I don't know. Is it a cartoon character? Yes. Um, Allison. <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. Oh, Alice in Wonderland. That's how I met uh, 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 Tierra, actually. She really? was doing Alice, yeah. It's fun. I, I really enjoy dressing up as a as a theme like that. It's, it's very fun. When I did the elf shoot, we were actually near the, um, what is it called in Nashville? The, the big tower. Oh, my gosh. I should know what this is. Coliseum. The Coliseum. You're talking about the... The Nissan Stadium? No, the <laughs> it's like a replica of a Greek. Uh, oh, Parthenon. Parthenon! I love shooting the Parthenon. Yes, we were at the Parthenon. And these children were coming by, and they thought we were like Disney characters. When I had green hair and elf ears. So did did they make it into the shoot? Um, incorporate them or no? Well, we were waiting for the photographer, and oh, we, so we had people come by and say, "Can they take a picture by. with you?" Of course, you can if you want to. It's fine. <laughs> I've had that happen a few times. I, actually, I, I find it rather endearing that somebody is intrigued enough yeah. to where they will, uh, they, they step into you world, in, in your case, uh, you know, as an elfin or something like that, and they actually want to be a part of it for a little while. It's kind yeah. of a, a cool thing, I think. Mm-hmm. So you want to do rain. You know, we, we've established that. Um, I want to come back and talk a little, since you are, are, are 411, you're, you're really in that sense, I think breaking that stereotype, and good for you, by the way, because I'm I'm not really one to further enforce stereotypes. Um, that every model has to be tall, or every model has to be, you know, fill in the blank, or there's a checklist. Um, I'm not not a fan of that either. And you mentioned that, if I understood you correctly, that that tribe represents many different. They do. Okay, is that something that's important to you uh, personally, or have you found that's just kind of an an offshoot of what you do? I respect all all um, approaches that agencies may want to go for. Um, 
kind of sucks if I come up on one and I'm, they want six foot blonde and I'm not that, you know, I obviously can't work with them, but I really do appreciate the diversity that they have opened up to now. Uh, I've heard like Victoria's Secret, they've opened up to more diversity nowadays and it's, it's been more of a norm, but it's still a movement. It's still happening. Like we still have to keep our voice loud. Like I have to keep my voice loud when I need to um, approach somebody and say, Hey, you know, I'm maybe for 11, but I can rock this dress or I can Mm -hmm. rock this runway, whatever you need me to do. I can do it just the same as my best friend, Lily. So, (laughs) yeah, that's my take as a shooter. I I think that, you know, if I'm building, you know, someone's brought an idea and okay, we'll craft it and we'll, we'll we'll put it together. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't necessarily not cast a model because she's 4'11 or because she's six foot. I, I think you, you're casting to fill a role or a series of roles. Yeah. And I, I completely agree with you. I think that's an important point to make that everyone out there who is aspiring to be a model, my suggestion is, is find, use, use our program. This is why we create this, you know, reach out to myself. I'm easy to find Tim Temple on Facebook. Um, if you have questions, um, I do trade for print, which is a fancy way of saying that I'll, I'll shoot you for free and everyone, meaning you and I can use the results. Uh, I do that all the time. And I love working with local talent and people that, that, that are aspiring. So you, you can hit me up. Uh, please hit Megan up or, or our friends. And the point is that you're going to get questions answered. Um, and I loved earlier, that's why I asked you, um, you know, what, what's your advice to someone that's just starting out? Because I think if you do it safely and you do some basic research, you could end up having a lot of fun. Are you going to have a career? Maybe. But even if it doesn't end up being like the quote, you know, the platinum rainbow, you can certainly have a great deal of fun and be hugely creative. Is that, would you agree with that? Or I you do agree don't? with that. I also think that it's very important to go into the industry and not expect like a massive thing to happen. And then when it does, it's a big surprise to you. Like don't build yourself up for like this big, like multi-million dollar thing that's going to take care of you your whole life. Like that's not exactly what people really go into modeling for. They go into it for the art. So keep your mind like in the moment, live in the present um, and, and just work like as the, as it comes plan, of course, you, know, you have to look in the future and plan and make sure things work out, but but don't expect big things. And when they big things do happen, it's going to be a big surprise for you. Okay, someone wants to reach out to you. How how do we find you? I'm on Instagram. Um, I, my Instagram handle is Miss Lady Miller, and um, on Facebook it's Megan Leanne Miller. And I do have Twitter. Uh, you can find me Megan Miller. If you type my name down anywhere, you're probably going to find me Megan Leanne Miller. So M E G A N regular spelling. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. So uh, please, you know, reach out. And uh, it has been such a pleasure to have you here on the program. So thank you. And uh, I wish you much continued success and many more uh, publications. And um, let's do that rain shoot. Absolutely. It's going to be beautiful. And fire. And fire. (laughs) And maybe the two together, which would be kind of awesome. Yes. Don't discount that. Uh, We're going to wrap this one up. Guys out there, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you because we can't do what we do without your support. So I hope you enjoy what we do. My name is Tim. I've been sitting in for Eric, and you are tuned to The Model Connection. Thank you for tuning into The Model Connection podcast. Please like, follow, and subscribe on social media and everywhere you get your podcast. Links are in the description. Thank you, and bye-bye.